This is AWLS, Podcasts on Wilderness Medicine, from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Thanks for listening to our AWLS podcast series. I remind you to always go to www.wildmedu.org to look at our other programs and ways that you can study and certify in uh, wilderness medicine, especially advanced wilderness life support and basic wilderness life support if you've not uh, studied those. So back in the early 1970s, um, new ski bindings were developed and came out onto the market. Uh, What was happening back then is ankles were snapping, the tibia was snapping, and we're getting horrible ankle injuries uh, because of poor bindings. The new bindings basically stop that. We don't see many ankle uh, fractures and tibia fractures anywhere near like they did before those bindings. But the problem is ski injuries have now switched from the ankle to the knees. And we've seen an increase of up to almost 140% of uh, increase in knee injuries. We're getting a lot of questions about how to prevent knee injuries and uh, about the new uh, heel release bindings that may show some promise. Let's take a second and just talk about the most common uh, injuries that we're trying to protect uh, so that you know them uh, when someone is injured on the slopes. The medial collateral ligament, which is called the MCL, runs along the inside of the knee. It connects the fibula with the, um, uh, with the femur. The MCL injuries are the really most common injuries in skiing. They account for about 15 to 20 percent of all injuries and 60% of uh, knee injuries in skiers. In most ski injury cases, these tears are usually isolated without additional injuries to other parts of the body or even the knee. It usually happens when people snowplow. Sometimes they call it a pizza. Uh, This is uh, when you put your skis together and go down and it puts pressure on the outside of the knee, which in the end can cause uh, an MCL injury This may seem counter to what you think since the MCL uh, runs on the inside of the knee, but stress on the outside of the knees can leverage the force and the impact uh, on the inside of the knee. If you fall during skiing, feel uh, pain on the inside of your knee, it's possible that you've injured uh, the MCL. The best way to prevent an MCL injury uh, while skiing is to stick to terrain that is comfortable uh, and uh, within your challenge. You can help decrease your risk of falling and increase your sense of control in the situation when you fall. When you're in that pizza or snowplow position, make sure to balance your weight as evenly as possible to prevent falling. And learning how to properly be in this position could reduce your risk for injury. The the most famous injury is not, however, the MCL. It's the ACL. The anterior cruciate ligament is uh, one of two small ligaments in the center of the knee. The cruciate ligament really stands for crossing. The ACL, if you can think about it, if your foot is planted on the ground and uh, the lower leg is solid, the ACL prevents you from falling backwards. Uh, The PCL prevents you from scooting or falling forward, that is with your foot planted. So if you fall forward with your foot planted, you tend to damage the PCL. If you fall backwards, then the ACL is going to be injured. And uh, so this is uh, the problem with skiers. It is commonly torn during skiing with abruptly falling backwards. And a lot of people fall backwards like that. The ACL injuries are the second highest knee injuries seen among skiers. Uh, They are commonly caused by landing from a jump 
with poor form or with the hyperflexing of the knee or falling backwards and uh, twisting at the same time. And the, the skiers will feel a pop typically uh, when that happens. And it's pretty, uh, in, uh, at least initially, pretty painful. And uh, the recovery of that is, a pro- is problematic. It often requires surgery. The injury is often called the phantom foot or the phantom foot fall uh, that uh, happens and injures the ACL. You kind of have to visualize this on a podcast, but it happens when the skier loses their balance backward, causing them to sit back on their rear portion of their skis with the hips below the knees with a foot uh, planted on the ground. So there you have it. The foot is balanced on the ground. So in the attempt uh, to balance, the skier shifts the weight uh, off the uphill ski onto the downhill ski. This causes hyperflexion of the knee uh, that is bound to the downhill ski. If the bindings don't release, the knee experiences a great deal of force. Uh, this can actually result in both ACL and MC injuries, but the phantom footfall in- uh, incidents account for about 25% uh, of the injuries that uh, happen. And the ACL, uh, whether it's the phantom foot or the just falling back and uh, twisting your knee, uh, have really not been uh, protected by uh, these modern ski bindings. Uh, so uh, we're really kind of at a loss from a mechanical standpoint is what to do. So we're, the questions that we're getting about there is a new uh, ski binding out there, uh, which it, um, it sometimes is called a knee binding. Uh, uh, it came on about 10 or 12 years ago, whose the idea behind it was to create a way that the um, foot could be released from the ski uh, while protecting the ACL, uh, specifically the ACL. Uh, ACL. Um, uh, the the idea that is if somebody gets an ACL injury, and even though they recover, about one-fifth of those people uh, will never ski again for a variety of reasons. Um, so the idea with this uh, knee binding uh, is that they, uh, the term is coming out now called the third dimension release, uh, meaning that the heel is free to move laterally rather than just up and down. It's, uh, it's called a pure lateral heel release, which basically means that instead of the heel just moving up and down, as we said, it can also move left and right sideways. Uh, the, the common way, as we just explained, to uh, tear the ACL is to fall backwards while twisting uh, your knee, usually in the phantom footfall. Uh, bindings typically don't release uh, because it's not an up or down motion. This leaves your foot stuck in the binding while your body is moving backwards uh, and putting all the weight on the ACL, and uh, then the skier feels that uh, famous pop. The idea about the new ski binding is that uh, by allowing the sideways motion, uh, that when you start to twist and fall backwards, uh, it will pop out and won't rotate far enough uh, to cause that. Uh there uh, is a lot of worry about this. Uh, the biggest worry that came from the more hardened skiers saying that if they ski hard and this extra movement in the binding, will it release too early uh, just on their own motion? Uh, and it's unclear. Uh, the people that ski these uh, don't think to uh, say so, but uh, there's not a lot of uh, data on that. So really the, the question uh, really becomes uh, is, uh, there are data out there to support that the new knee bindings with their lateral release 
prevents ACL injuries. There really isn't. There's a, a, an almost retrospective study that was uh, done in association with the manufacturers uh, that did show uh, a decrease, but uh, the study is not um, well received uh, in the scientific community uh, just based on the way the data was collected, and um, so it's, it's unclear. Uh, uh, the best thing that can be said about the new bindings and about the studies about them is that uh, right now, at the present time, there really aren't any binding designs, settings, or function that can protect both the knee and the lower extremities from serious ligament sprains. There are really no new innovative changes in binding design that appear uh, uh, to have the potential reduce the risk of these severe knee injuries. Uh, and, but instead, there is one study that demonstrated a means to help reduce the risk of a serious knee sprain. Uh, and this study involved education of skiers, but not ski equipment. Despite the inability of bindings to reduce the risk of severe knee injuries, there can be no doubt that improvement in skiing bindings has made the most important factor and, and marked reduction in incidence of lower leg and ankle injuries during the past 25 or 30 years. Uh, there, the, the International Standards Organization, ISO, and the American Society for Testing Materials, the STM, uh, suggest that uh, mounting, setting, and maintaining the modern state of art of the current bindings and that you can prevent ACL injuries by keeping the muscles surrounding your knees strong and flexible with a consistent workout routine. Exercise clearly helps skiers stay in shape, improve balance, and help them to be aware of their bodies. So in the end, the best thing you can do to prevent ACL injuries, specifically uh, uh, the one caused by the phantom footfall or falling backwards while twisting, is to make sure that you're in good physical shape uh, when you ski and not to ski in terrain that is above your ability. And in that way, you will do much better at preventing ACL injuries than anything we have uh, now or that is being seen on the horizon. Well, this ends the uh, uh, update on ski bindings and keeping your knees safe in, uh, when you ski. And as always, we say thank you for listening. Thank you.